So another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 9, Episode 37. Now, Chris, I don't know, do they call this a commitment ceremony or the, the wrap-up ceremony or whatever it is, but we finally got there. We finally got to put a full stop on the greatest TV series, the reality TV series, at least, that has ever been, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Where do you want to start? I endorse that completely. Absolute thoroughbred of a series. And everything else that we're trying to watch just pales into fucking insignificance. I'm just sort of like, it's not maths. It's not. You know, I, I, yeah. Yep. So, so I'm with you. I'm with you. So, what I thought we do, Dave, we'll just go through the episode as it happens, like you know, the couple by couple. So, we yep. start with Mitch and Ella, and they do they get them on the the chair together. Mitch has lost the beard now. He sat there. Obviously, this was a few weeks after we had the uh, final commitment. So, I think this is just classes the reunion properly. This um, the judges are there. Obviously, the experts, John, um, Mel, and Al- Alessandra, and. Yeah, they they basically, Mitch is cooing over Ella, completely 180. I, I really missed her. I know I didn't commit to at the end of the episode, uh, but we're a couple. And, um, you know, I, they're asked, they, he was all for it. He's like, yeah, I'm in there. And Ella was the one who was a little bit hesitant. Not too much. We said, like, well, do, you, do you love him? And she's like, yeah, I think we'll get there. We spend so much time together. And I miss him and everything. So that seemed to end really well, Dave. I was quite surprised with that because I thought Mitch was going to do some ridiculous thing uh, 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 with all this. Yeah, and we'll get to the where are they now after we've gone through the episode. All I can say about this, actually, before I say that, I was listening to the last episode. I can't remember. You said something, and I completely missed it when we were talking, but I was listening back, and you said, talking about Mitch, you said something like, let's go outside or something like that. I was like, fucking hell. How did I miss that George Michael reference? (laughs) Well, that was with a thing you want to say about Daniel. Let's get, I was listening to it the other day as well. Yeah, 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 that was the one. Let's go outside. Being (laughs) a narcissist. It's a good tune that day. But anyway, sorry, I cut you off. um, Yeah. What I'm left with is a feeling of that was a well-rehearsed performance. And uh, he, you know, in the experiment, you can imagine it is a real pressure cooker. You know, you're in there for like two months and we only get to see the edited bits. You know, they're filming for much longer than we actually see, you know, and, and I can imagine it is, it is hard bloody work. And the problem is with that, the mask starts to drop. So, you know, Mitch at the start seemed like a really nice guy. You know, and uh, we thought they'd, we thought the lust would carry them quite far in the first place. But once all that's, you know, calmed down a bit, where where would they end up? And I just felt that, you know, throughout the experiment or the middle part, if you like, he just got really quite nasty. And I think that's where his mask slipped. But then I think the mask was back on for this last, you know, couple of episodes. I think his energy was back. I think he's just thinking, right, just got literally 48 hours to make it through this and then uh, leave Australia with a good impression of me. 
Yeah, I think so, Dave, because there was the stuff with Tamara, and I know we'll get to that pretty soon, <laughs> but yeah, at this point, yeah. I was buying into it. I was buying into it. So I'll tell you what, right, now, we've got a load. This was a brilliant episode, an absolutely cracking episode. Again, top tier, this show. I cannot fault it, Dave, for just ridiculous drama. The baddies, the goodies, you know, we've got to have people like <laughs> Olivia, Tamara, because... The show would be shit. Even Bryce last series, an absolute wanker. But if that Bellend wasn't in there, what the hell would we be doing now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we would just be nothing the show, and that's exactly what we need. So fair play to the producers. We always give the producers of the shows, like The Bachelor, Love Island, everything, a proper hard going. But these Aussie ones are on fire, and I cannot wait to see what the UK one does, Dave, because that's going to be on pretty soon. So that'd be interesting. Mm. But... I was fuming at the next couple of days. Selena and Cody, he'd actually had a shave. He's always got that. And, and Sam would point out, she says, why the fuck, even when times of despair, has he got this fucking look on his face of... Shit-eating grin. Yes, like I was going to let you say it. it. I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to tee you up then. But exactly that, he's got a proper, I don't know if it's a nervous energy or he just doesn't know how to react in these situations, but what an absolute bellend. When they were showing that VT of him and poor Selena's sat there and she's laid it on the line. She's been honest. He's fucked her around. And then at the end of it, we get the knockout uh, blow sort of thing of, Oh, we've split up. And I'm like, you fucking bell. And whose decision was it? Cody's. And I'll give, I think it was Mel, Mel laid into him and went, that's not good enough. We want answers. She wants yeah. answers. What's I, total respect Dave. But what did you think of that? Cause I thought he was a fucking cock to be honest. Ah, oh, just in terms of the boys, he's the biggest bell end of the lot, isn't he? Yeah, just an absolute idiot. And I, I agree the the whole like shit eating grin, the laugh at inappropriate times. It's just it's just fucking weird. And again, you couldn't hold on for literally a few more hours. So it, it transpires that they broke up at five o'clock in the morning. You know, probably after a long session of filming you know so you're probably low on energy and he's just decided to call it there and i i can't think he, that he's that stupid although he does strike me as really immature for his age i've said it before that you know i think he needs to wake up and realize he's not in his 20s anymore yeah and i don't know if he's gone in there i don't know if he's kind of thought that like because obviously they they only see the show when we see the show. So they're just filming all this content, you know, and, and they don't know how they're going to come across necessarily. So I, the only theory I've got, Chris, is that he's thinking, you know what? I'm going to tell Australia that I'm single and my DMs are going to be fucking rammed. You know, I'm going to have women throwing themselves at me because I've just, you know, we it hasn't worked. I'm going to come across ace. <laughs> Whereas he actually comes across like just a massive fucking dick. And I, I can't imagine, well, there's probably always someone out there, but you know, I, I can't imagine there's that many people like in a rush, you know, waiting in the queue to get a piece of Cody. I, I just thought he come off horribly. And, you know, I thought Selena really felt for her. I thought she did really well to keep it together. Cause again, you know, if they've done this, they've, they've been drinking at the dinner party all night. <laughs> they broke up at five o'clock in the morning. They all looked a little bit worse for wear. 
in in the recording you know for the for the final bit on the sofa or whatever and so yeah i thought selena did really well yeah i agree lovely lovely girl dave and she got the support of the group when they sat down i love the fact that dom was like what the fuck and she sat right yeah. next to cody just going well i wasn't expecting that you know it was it was just nonsense and it wasn't unexpected really because I, the more this went on I'm thinking you're just here for the TV show you're just here for the, yeah. the exposure we, you know I, I'm quick to call people out on that and I didn't really see it with Cody but by the end of this episode I was like you know what you're as bad as anybody we've watched on these shows you were just there for your profile and what a terrible <laughs> terrible way to, to like elevate yourself to just a shit house basically day so i don't think he's gonna get much at the end of it what a knobhead but yeah i, I agree <laughs> probably not quite as bad as bryce or he's not as bad as bryce but again i think it was probably a surprise to bryce that you know he came across badly and people didn't like him <laughs> i thought i think bryce last year you know would have thought oh yeah I'll, I'll be cleaning up after uh, I'll have so many radio presenter gigs thrown at me once I've done this series. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work out quite like you'd hoped. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the next couple, Dave, had Brent and Tamara, and I love, I think it was uh, Alessandra, you know, some of them said, so um, how, how much have you seen each other or whatever? Just went, <laughs> not at all. Not nada, nothing, nothing at all. And it was the the VT they showed of like Tamara. I mean, Brent said, didn't you? Like, you know, my wife's a psychopath and a couple of people were laughing. God, give credit again, Dave, to selling. Selling does not like Tamara. And I don't know whether he said, yeah. I mean, selling was no saint the way she treated Anthony, but I, I was all for selling going at her because it showed everything. And when Brent did the whole you know, good riddance thing. That was not yeah. how she described it to the girls, Dave. She said it to Sam and Olivia, didn't she? Like, it was never going to be shown. And she's like, oh, yeah, he was fucking thinking. But when you watched it, it was classic TV. And I love it when they show <laughs> the other couples on the fucking chairs, just like, <gasps> you know, the, he proper got her. When Selling went out, I was like, go on, get her. And, he, and even then when she stormed off this thing with Mitch about, like, Mitch rang me and he's like, I rang everyone. I still was thinking, fuck off, Mitch. I think I think she was telling a bit of truth there, Dave. I must admit, but it was yeah. she went off and when Sam followed her like the lapdog that she is, and she went, What's wrong with me? I don't want to be with somebody who works in fucking retail off camera. And I'm like, oh, you do not get it at all. <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't work in retail either. <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? Like years ago, really abstract reference this, which probably you might be the only person listening. You know, no one out there will probably get this, but there used to be a footballer, right, called Carlton Palmer. Not that extravagant a name, really, Chris. Carlton yep. Palmer, that is it. And fucking Jack Charlton was on the commentary. And every time he tried <laughs> to say this guy's name, Got it completely fucking wrong, but in different and new ways every time. It was like, oh yeah, this Charlton Palmfield, you know, he's getting hold <laughs> of the ball and it's like, what the fuck? It's not that fucking hard. And it's like tomorrow. She just can't fucking get what Brent's job is. She's like, oh, he waits tables or he serves drinks, he works in a nightclub, he works in fucking retail. It's like literally everything that he doesn't do he's a fucking events manager or venue manager rather and she just she doesn't care enough to fucking even have it resonate so every time someone says it 
just doesn't care. That's why it doesn't sink in there. But I pissed myself when <laughs> she said about the retail. It's like, fucking hell, he works in Topman now. That's <laughs> oh, unbelievable. And you know what, Dave? I, I have a, an utmost respect for people who can retail because people are fucking James Blunts. That's our new word now. I'm not oh, saying it properly yeah. because people are horrible to people who can retail. I've never been horrible to people. I look back on myself and don't get me wrong, I've, I've got in and Tucked up back and complained and tried it on and that, but I've never been rude. But I don't do it now. I, I really am appreciative of people who work in retail because just horrid, horrid people really are disgraced. Didn't can speak to you like shit. So even if he did, she should have a bit of respect for him and go, you know what? Fair fucking play to him. He's a good guy. He deals with it. It's just she's just horrible. She's fucking horrible. And oh, I, I was so glad to see that there was nothing there between them because Brent's too nice of a guy for me. Yeah, she came off horribly. And, and you could see when they replayed that back, it's like I say, they don't see this shit before that final, you know, uh, casting couch session or what, whatever you want to call it. So she, she must have thought at that moment, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> this is what Australia is going to be. And, you know, the rest of the world is going to be looking at and I come off really badly when I look back at it again I, I just don't think the way people think that they come across is the way that they actually come across I think she just thinks all of that's fine like you say she describes it in a completely different way when Brent tells a good riddance and what have you I'm sure we'll get onto Olivia and her storytelling after as well <laughs> and um, I, I think that all built up so so she was clearly made to look a liar. And then when it starts about Mitch drunk dialing her, you know, later on, and Mitch calls her out basically as being a fucking liar again. I think that was the point where she was just like, right, I've had enough. And, you know, decides to walk off. And then one of the wicked witches, Sam, you know, follows her off as well. So, and of course she backs her up. It's like, no, no one has to tell you what you want. It's like, no, no, technically Sam is right. But at least learn the guy's fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, she just came off badly there, definitely. Badly. And the next couple didn't get a lot of airtime. It was more about, it was Al and Sam. We got really nothing about them as a couple. We just got a VT of Al being the life and party of the, the group. And he got a standing ovation off everyone. It was <laughs> fucking good. Really, really good. That Because he's a good guy at the end of the day. You know, like you, you've said a couple of times, and you're right, like he has no idea how to be in a relationship or anything. But he's the guy you want. If you're all going out on the piss, he's the one who's going to keep everyone entertained all night. And he just come across as a lovely lad at the end of it for me. Yeah. Uh, someone who brings energy up, you know, in a group. So he comes in and, you know, the energy's up. Someone like Sam brings the energy down. So, yeah, you know, uh, in, in hindsight, I, I was seeing it as a maturity thing. But again, I, I don't know who would be the right person for Sam. I just think she plummeted in my estimation, to be honest, in the last few weeks of this experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you. And here we go, Dave. So it all starts going downhill fast now. So the next <laughs> couple are Carolina and Dion stroke Daniel. So they get, they, they get, they get Dion and ask Carolina to come up and she says, no. And you can see Daniel going, uh, no. And I'm just thinking, you horrible 
couple, just a pair of cocks. And what's weird, I will say that at this point in this show, why are they on here? I don't know, because they are not playing the game. They're not playing the reality TV game. They're playing the, we're a couple. I don't care how we've got here, but we're a couple. None of you, and Dan even says it like, none of you are even a couple. But what a horrible fucking pair they are together. And Carolina, Dave, I don't like body shaming anybody because I have my own struggles or anything. But there's going to be a but. Who the fuck is putting them fucking slugs on her eyebrows, Dave? Them eyebrows are the worst <laughs> eyebrows I've ever seen. That's all I see when she talks. They are a, they are just ridiculous. And she has got such a high opinion of herself. Dion's there. John laid into her and said, are you going to apologise? And she was like, no. And then she tries to, and then she went the other way. And it was just like, you pair of wankers. And Daniel's like, I'm not apologising. Don't see why we should. Yeah. You know, true love wins at all. And it's just like... You don't get it, dear. And John proper laid into it in the end. He just give up. Yeah. It was weird that, wasn't it? Because the only reason for them to be there is to try and continue this social media or, you know, this reality TV star career that they've got now. You know, they, they could appear on something else. They could, you know, like David Brent, appear on the nightclub scene and stuff like that. So they're obviously going to try to to work that a bit so why not even for you know a day not come across like a total utter pair of pricks (laughs) sorry you know a genuine fucking authentic sorry i think for for those two would have made a massive difference for their future career yeah because it's not that fucking hard but you know, the pair of them are just so up their own fucking arses. And and I was glad. I was really happy when John laid into them. Um, you know, even though it's like, look, guys, they did a better job matchmaking than you, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and you've invited them back. So, you know, they can't be that bad. You know, you're a producer of the show. So, um, I don't know. I just found it a bit weird, but... I, I, what I can't stand is that disdain that Carolina has on her face. You know, when when someone's talking and she doesn't like what they're saying, it's just it's such a an angry, bitter, nasty face that she's got. And um, yeah, Daniel, he just showed himself to be an utter prick as well. To be honest, he just I say, just say, look, I'm sorry the way it happened. That's it. There is yeah. no but. And yeah. that's, that's all of it, you know, but they, they're so desperate to show, show to everyone, look, look, we are a couple, you know, we're, we're a success story coming out of maths, I think is what is in, they probably discussed it, you know, that's, that's the um, takeaway message that they want everyone to go away with, but it just came off horribly and, and that they weren't actually interested in, uh, you know, at least showing themselves to be sorry. They they just showed themselves to be completely selfish. Yeah, and and you're right. And I think when they showed the VT after all these sort of backwards and forwards with Dion and that, Dion got some cracking jokes in like, I hope that even they're happy, even if it's not with each other. You know, he's getting a few little snipey digs in. But (laughs) when they showed the VT of him, Daniel was so smug about like when he picks her up and grabs her ass, when they're they're snogging on the, the stairwell. It was almost as if to say, you know, I've got one over on you. And I I think with, with Daniel, the problem is 
Caroline has told him a pack of lies about Dion to justify her cheating, then being together. He he's probably she she probably sees him or he sees it as he's the knight in shining armor who's rescued her from this guy. You know, like this. She she probably said she was fucking you know totally against the will, didn't want to be with him and all this. Like he was the producers have led me into this and, and he was a horrible man. I, I'm guessing all this, but the way he is defending at every turn, everything that Dion says, he has the same um, nastiness and and sort of uh, just, just overall hatred towards him. And they don't get that. If you're in the wrong on something, Dave, you've got to take a step back and say, look, I'm in the wrong. That's it. But you're not, he is just, He's just gone with her. He's believed everything she said, hasn't he? You know, he even I, tried to I defend her. I don't know why. I don't think she has to say anything about Dion. Daniel was just acting like a dog with two dicks when Carolina was around. <laughs> she didn't have to say to him, oh, he's this really nasty man. She just, she had no attraction. Now, to be fair to him, or, or well, Carolina at least, she didn't ever pretend that she liked Dion. <laughs> she never like you know played it up a bit we've seen people in the experiment before where you know they'll stay in that cam do you remember him from last season where yeah. he's like yeah. oh yeah let's give a go when actually he just wants to stay in there for a bit longer so he can have a go at coco you know so carolina didn't do that what i think was really distasteful is that you could see some of the gaslighting that was going on uh, you know Carolina's saying all these negative things about Dion. He doesn't like breakfast. He doesn't go for a run and this, that, and the other. On the couple's retreat, she's having a go at him, you know, and making him feel like he's the problem. I think that's the big issue about it. But all the stuff that we saw when she was speaking to Daniel, she was just kind of repeating the same things, like that he doesn't like breakfast and all these stupid, shitty, superficial things. And the fact is, Dan Daniel just fucking fancied the pants off her so <laughs> didn't give a fuck really what her relationship with Dion was like mm, I know so it's right I I just think it, it's just bitter isn't it and, and at the end of the day they're the happier ones Dave the way they're acting you'd think it was Dion who's going off into the sunset in a loving relationship but it's not and it's them <laughs> it's just weird but anyway Dave Olivia and Jackson so we get them next and we get them come up and, and she's talking. She, I mean, Dom rolls her eyes and she's like, yeah, we're together. We've moved in together this week and blah, blah, blah. They're all loved up. And then it just, <laughs> then it goes on. <laughs> Fucking video of Olivia. Just, it shows them together and we get all that and everything. And it's sort of, there's a few bits about Olivia, but nothing too much. And purposely, Dave, at the end of it, we get, right, guys, we're going to move to uh you know, we, we've had a bit of conflict this series and these two people have not liked each other and I'm rolling my sleeves up, making sure my phone's ready and fucking notes. And it was just Olivia and Dom. And I'm like, this better be it. This better be them finally laying it out. And it was fucking glorious and selling Holly all laid into Olivia. And Olivia was a quivering wreck. And when the fake tears come, Sam's like, here we go. Fake fucking tears. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave. It was the best part of the fucking show for me. It was absolutely <laughs> glorious to see her get a comeuppance. See, did you really think she got a comeuppance? Because I, I don't think she really did. I, I, you know, the way John went after Daniel and Carolina, I thought he really went after them. Whereas I, 
I think they just showed the video and then pretty much let everyone else just say their piece. I mean, even Dominica was saying, I, I don't need to say anymore. The video says it all, you know, that she's saying about this, you know, fashioning a weapon out of a glass and whatever <laughs> and standing over her and waving it in front of her, making it sound like it was so much worse than it was. But the thing is, Chris, Tamara and Sam never fucking say anything when it is blatant that she's lying. It's only yes. Ella who says like, no, that's not what happened, but no one listens to her. So the good thing, to be honest, with selling being back in there and Holly also, is it balances out the mean girls. Because when when you've had the mean girls, everyone, the majority goes with just the, you know, oh yeah, Olivia, oh, Dom's terrible, isn't she? Uh, whereas at least selling, I, I don't know what a game was. I mean, <laughs> Tamara was saying like, <laughs> you weren't there. It's like, we've just fucking watched it on the telly. We don't need to be there. I just fucking saw it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, I did like Holly though, Dave. I did. What, what I think is though, and it's a different perspective. I think I see it from is like you say, the, the judges should have put Olivia to task a long time ago for the bullying and that. And they didn't, they simply didn't. And we've both said that, like, why are they not saying anything? It's just, it's fucking bizarre. I don't know. I am with you on that. The judges should have said something and they didn't, but I did like the way that everyone was like, oh shit, Dom was actually right here. You know, and there's mm. some people with egg on the face who are taking a long, hard look at themselves thinking, oh, I've, I've backed the wrong horse here completely. Like I say, I said a, a good few episodes ago about Dom. She's got too much to say, far too much to say, and got involved in far too many people's, uh, uh, you know, uh, relationships and stuff. I found it really, it pissed me off. But then as soon as Olivia went full-on nasty and was just blatantly lying and then just went really about the episode 15 onwards or whatever it was with Olivia. <laughs> fucking psycho. She just went ridiculous. So there was no there was no way I couldn't back Dom them. I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. But I, they still there. Dom has got too much to say about other people's relationships when her own relationships fucking fell to pieces. She, she, they, they sum it there with um, Jack, but I don't know what. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 but she, she rarely called anything out that shouldn't have been called out, did she? No. Like when, when Carolina was treating Dion like shit, you know, she was having a go. I think that was when you said about Dom pissing you off. And I think that weirdly, Olivia, you know, that's what she took exception to as well. Dom having a go at Carolina. I do think she, she speaks her mind. I don't think it's too much. It Dave, I'm going to disagree with you, okay? For once, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> no, well, not once. <laughs> Many more, probably. All the time. But no, no, I just think that Dom was too bothered about everyone else's relationships at that point. But then as soon as Olivia went full on Billy bullshit, and I think you're right, she just called out what she saw. I'm not saying she wasn't right, but she seemed to be the one every episode. There was this moral judgment on everybody but as soon as Olivia went I was backing Dom 100% 100% it didn't matter what happened and I felt like Dom she lost a bit of a spark after that Dave she didn't mm. she didn't she genuinely didn't get involved in stuff there's plenty of times when Olivia was being an absolute bitch and she just sat there like dumbstruck like well, what the hell do we do this girl is not she, she, she's not for changing no matter how in the wrong Olivia is she just stuck to the story well yeah so you could see what a negative impact it had on Dom 
Um, I, I, yeah, I do think she intentionally sort of she avoided the alcohol, didn't she? And like the dinner parties and stuff. She was trying to rein it in, but for me, there is a massive difference when someone just calls out the bullshit. Whereas what both Olivia in particular and Carolina do, and to a lesser extent, Tamara and Sam do it as well, is they're trying to make comments to bring people down. That, <laughs> that is a massive difference for me. I don't recall Dom doing that to, to snipe a comment to just bring someone down. It's more like, that's bullshit. How can you do that? That is utter bullshit. You can't treat someone like that. That's bullying. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Of course so it is. That's that's why I think it's different. But like I say, we're getting to see, you know, in a condensed format. Who knows? You know, if you if you think Dom is too much and you're watching an edited show, imagine putting up with that for five hours of filming. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a lot, I know. That is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe if you feel like that way, you'd you'd side more with Olivia. Fuck you, Dave. Right? <laughs> I won't be waving a glass around willy nilly, Dave. Willy nilly. Uh, nilly. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Dave, what do you think? If you had to score this whole series, what would you score it? Oh. Always got to leave some wiggle room for something better, but I think I'd have it nine and a half out of ten. Oh, you absolute I, bar steward. Is that what you're gonna <laughs> yeah. go with? I think I think this edges out last year. I we absolutely loved last year's maths, didn't we? I'd probably probably have that one as a nine in retrospect now, and then this yeah. one as a nine and a half. It was just absolutely brilliant. And again, you know, when when it starts off and they have the weddings and everything, it's like oh, don't know the people i don't know the names i don't care about these people but then by the time you get into like say week three and you've got a couple of dinner parties out of the way it's like oh god this is good and this season just got better and better and for how much you know we've said you know for the horrible people that we've got on this series they kind of make the show as well yes <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> percent. i'm with you it does it absolutely just makes maths what it is i give you i'm the same 9.5 there's no reason for me not to put it at 10 but it's just like you say could something top this it's gonna have to be a hell of a show dave a hell of yeah. a show to top this but i'm with you completely with you mate absolutely brilliant now dave we have the Chris Phelps, where are they now update on the couples. So are you ready for this one, Dave? I think so. <laughs> that was a yay. But anyway, <laughs> so we'll start with the most controversial character on the show, Olivia and Jackson, Dave. Now, do you think they're still together? Yes. Correct, Dave. They are in together. He has actually moved over to um, where she lives in called Afaco and um, where Olivia is. So she's mo he's moved over to Sydney, but he's in like a beachside town she's in. Right. Both together, both cooing each other. He's even said he's allowed to go to the gym, Dave. Um, she's oh, his wow. soul, soulmate. I love the fact that this is a quote. She's honest and will say exactly what she's thinking. And he just, I, oh, he just totally loves it. 
his publicist said, what a load of shit. So anyway. He's going to get tired of that at some point. So, well, you know, did you notice she was saying about the, the babies as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts, Dave. All, and it's still all not said he loved out. her. Exactly. Still not said he loved her. So he must have by now, for God's sake, he's moving in together. But um, anyway, next one, Dave, Ella and Mitch. No, but cheating a bit because I know. Yeah, 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 no, you know that one. <laughs> so they aren't together. Um, Ella's not seen Mitch since the end of the show. And Dave, and I know you know this, but people on listening might not know this. The rumors with Tamara were not completely innocent, shall we say, because yeah. they did say they have the same circle of friends and they have been seen on numerous occasions together, but they haven't confirmed. Um, you know what's going on so yeah they, they definitely definitely have been seen out there's plenty of paparazzi pictures but Mitch and Ella as a couple have gone Dave so um, yeah what I, and the thing is he was standing his ground there wasn't he? and we were all in with Mitch because the way Tamara was but she may have had a bit of truth in that and the fact that if she is seeing him what the hell is she doing so, I, I, that is weird isn't it especially how much he called her out yeah. You know, on the couch when she said, oh, you drunk dialed me and like said, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And and he said, oh, that's bullshit. And it's like, well, in hindsight, it doesn't appear to be bullshit. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the um, uh, Dom had a like viewing party at her place yes. on, on one day and they all had their T-shirts on um, my body. Was it my body, my decision, bitch or, or something like that? But when that bit comes up where Tamara's saying that stuff, Ella shouts out something like, because you were fucking or something like that. So I think that there are some further fringe rumors that actually there might have been a thing even before the show. And Ella Ooh. did say that Mitch was scouted for this show. So he didn't apply. He was scouted. Oh, his agency. Right. Ah, right. So okay. if you're looking for a classic, you know, there for the for the fame for the exposure i think mitch is is absolutely the uh, probably mitch and cody probably mitch a little bit more um they're the examples that that you're going for and so in hindsight i mean it does just look like he, he was there for his exposure the mask slipped about halfway through the season and he couldn't hack it um yeah what a tosser <laughs> Very true. Now, we've already talked about Tamara, but Tamara and Brent are not together. I'm not even going to insult you by asking you that one, Dave. But there is rumours of Brent and Ella now, Dave. I think it's yeah. quite strong rumours, and they've been seen getting a bit cosy, and they do look good together. I've seen them talking on one of the videos on YouTube I watched before this, so could be a bit of truth in that. I mean, they just seem like nice people, don't they? <laughs> you yeah. know, and if you look how they were treated by their partners. Now, to be fair, we felt a little bit of, uh, I was going to say sorriness. We felt a bit sorry for Dan, didn't we? Or Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way he'd been treated. So it's not necessarily that, you know, if you're treated badly, you're a nice person. But these two do genuinely come across like they're quite nice and they were, you know, trying with their respective partners or more than their partners were trying with them. And so, um, yeah, fingers crossed. I, I think that one could work. Yeah, we'll see, Dave. We'll see. I'll keep an eye on that one because I do like him as well. I agree. Uh, next couple's Dominica and Jack. No. No. 
They're not together, but you did send me the article about that party. They're still seeing each other. They're not putting a label on it. It's not, it's not the best guessing game when I'm just sending you the articles, is it? Well, yeah, you sent me this one. Great research. Not the point, Dave. That's not the 10 point. 10 out of 10. Fucking amazing. <laughs> Dave, you're on the money here. It's unbelievable. But, but uh, no, they are still sort of seeing each other being together. And she was at this party which was basically like you say this thing about no olivia's or something they had a shirt some of olivia's face but i think that and i read the article was a bit naughty because there's a bit of a backlash in there about that saying like the whole uh, thing i, I didn't think it was that bad really but no i i think the article said people are turning on dom because it, it said something like my body my decision bitch you know so yeah. in a direct backlash to uh, Olivia and what you know a whole toxic fucking approach and not just Olivia but also Sam and Tamara in particular was quite judgy wasn't she she was like well if you're gonna put your body out there on the internet you know you don't know what's gonna happen to it um now the article said that there was a backlash from fans whereas when I looked at Twitter no there wasn't yeah. <laughs> you know there was the odd comment obviously siding with uh, Olivia's side of things, but I don't think she's lost anything. You know, she's just, at the end of the day, she was trying to be slut-shamed and she's just fucking owning it. So yeah. I think whoever written the article is full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. Good point, Dave. Good point. But uh, like you say, this is the shittiest game ever. When you... <laughs> carry on, carry on, Dave. Dion, Dion, Cody and Cody and Selena. Selena. How are they doing? Yeah, pretty sure they're not together. <laughs> no, sorry, which one? Carolina and Dion. Oh, fuck really. off yeah, you, not. right? Yeah, they're, they're not. No, they're not. But Carolina and Daniel. Yes. Correct, Dave. And they're still saying that. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. They're still saying <laughs> that Daniel stands is still this that we are a couple and we're not some we're not on some fake TV show, and that's their stance. We don't feel any guilt towards anybody that we hurt on the show because they're not real and we are, which is what he said. Like we're together and you guys aren't, sort of thing. So I think he didn't read the fucking small print about you still need to act up to the cameras and stuff for the reality show. I think he just it went past yeah. all that. He's he's not wrong factually with what no, he's saying, he's is not. he? But it's no. just like you don't have to be a bell end about it. That's where he doesn't quite get it. So, yeah, if they stay together, couldn't care less. No, no, that's fair enough. Now I'll, I'll race through these next couple. Sam and Al not together. We knew that anyway, <laughs> but they are good friends still. They've remained friends. Al has been doing some Red Cross sort of, a bit like a children in need thing, raising money with Jack and something about five million. They were doing the phone. So any exposure, very Joey from Friends, Dave, when he did that <laughs> live phone in for charity. <laughs> now, one of the yeah. couples who left pretty early, actually, Selen and Anthony, not together at all, but Anthony is with someone and he is really mm. in love. A friend or something reached out and there's a couple now, Dave, and he said it's a, and I quote, it's really fiery, Dave, and we have a lot of passion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they're, they're not together. Um, the next one, Holly and Andrew. Now you sent me, I'm going to let you read, you, you read this one. You sent me an answer about Andrew, but Holly is actually with someone, Dave, and she's yeah, actually yeah. Been really loved up as well, which is nice. But what did you find about Andrew then, Dave? 
Well, it seems like, again, we said about Tamara, but actually watching those clips back, the VTs, that's the first time she realizes, oh, I might come across quite badly here. If that's what they're going to show, you know, of me, then people aren't going to like me very much. It sounds like Anthony, uh, sorry, Anthony or Andrew, which one was it? Ginger Andrew. It seems like he doesn't want anything to do with the show. Of course, he didn't turn up for the boys night or any of the reunion episodes. And it sounds like he's been kind of in and out of therapy. He's had a bit of a breakdown and, and just doesn't want anything to do with the show and really regrets it. And again, it's like, well, maybe if you'd have listened to someone and realized what an utter bell end you are um, and that you wouldn't actually come across very well on TV, <laughs> maybe <laughs> you'd have uh, taken some advice not to go on it. But uh, I, I've got no sympathy whatsoever, to be honest, Chris. I just think he's, he's he is an idiot and he just didn't realize how he comes across. Yeah. I'm with you, Dave. There's no excuse for that. And he might reflect on it because he's a fucking motivational speaker. Who the hell is going to want to book him now? It's just ridiculous. David Brent levels of fucking fee going down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking bollocks. Yeah. Absolute bollocks. But then the last couple, Dave, is Matt and Kate. Now, they're not together. We know that. <laughs> I'm not going to say what do you think, Dave. I won't do that to you. But Kate is with someone, Dave, and apparently she's been having loads of sex. Don't know whether oh, right. it's with the partner or herself. I don't know, but she's having <laughs> loads of sex, Dave. So maybe that chewing a wasp face that she had pulled for the whole show, maybe maybe we'll turn that frown upside down, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she is smashy. Well, hopefully it fucking, she at least cracks a smile. Yeah. So, yeah. Another one didn't come across very well, but for, for different reasons, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, Dave, we are at the end of the journey for maths. Absolute class, mate. If you want to support us, guys, get up to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So, today's roll call of honour is Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Katie, Didi, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustafson. Now, Dave, we did actually have an email the other day, and I didn't read it out, so I'm just going to have a quick uh, squeeze on this one, and it's from our yes. friend Karen. So she is a few episodes behind, so I praise to God she's just listening to us as we go on, and she'll catch us at the end. But she's put, hello, guys, long time no speak. I don't watch the other shows that you cover, and I've been a late arrival to this season's maths I'm listening to episodes 16 to 20 and agree with what you're saying. I think Kate is one ugly person who will be alone forever. Although I think Olivia perhaps beats her. She called out others for the eye rolling and pulling faces, yet does it all the time. Don't know how Glassgate will be resolved. Well, you're in for a ride. But oh my God, she's milking it. I hope Jackson sees her for who she is. Got a rush to work, but can't wait for the next episode, Karen. So thank you, Karen. And great to have an email on maths as well. I'm glad that you're tuning in. So good stuff, Dave. No, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, afraid it doesn't get any better. I mean, Glassgate, Christ, it makes an appearance for every episode almost, doesn't it? You know, right yeah. up until the end, it, it never, ever went away. <laughs> never. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> it probably um, won't. Fucking wherever Olivia is now, 
probably going on about it tonight. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now I did see that she's lost the job, and that to be fair, Dave, and there's been a, a real backlash in Australia. Quite rightly, I, I did say though, she needs help. She needs some professional guidance and help. And I hope whatever we think of that girl, I hope that they actually give her the proper help afterwards because this is one of the problems with these reality shows and I'm calling all of them out is there isn't enough once they basically finish they just dispose of them don't they and let them go on the way so the needs I hope that she's got some sort of support from somebody just just giving her that guidance she needs because she can't go through life doing that anyway it's completely wrong but if she is having such a big backlash it's how she copes with it on a like a national level more than anything yeah I don't know what I've got positive to say about that to be honest <laughs> I, I just think you know what goes around comes around I, I it think, does you know yeah. people don't you know shouldn't take it too far you know <laughs> needs to bloody you know go to the shops and stuff without having abuse held or, or whatever but um I, I hope she has a good fucking long look at herself because it didn't matter how many people tried to tell her you know that holding grudges and stuff was a bad thing it doesn't matter she just didn't fucking listen so you know i don't ever think she'll change to be honest chris but uh maybe you know maybe she can reflect on that and realize you know what maybe holding grudges and being an utter james blunt is not a great way to live your life it is not dave and those, my friend, are the perfect way to end this show with some wisdom and knowledge for Mr. Dave Horrocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, it has been a fucking ride, hasn't it? You know, oh, I'll, amazing. I'll avoid the journey word. Um, but yeah, sadly, it will come to the end. But like I say, hopefully the UK one will be on later this year. We'll be back with Love is Blind. Is it episode six we're up to now? Yep. Yeah, we are, Dave. Yep, that'll be the next one we cover. But uh, yeah, it does seem a little bit of a come down. But there's not too many episodes of that one, is there? So I'm sure we'll get through that in the next few weeks. No, and we're also we've got episode one and two of Temptation Island for our patrons, aren't we, Dave, as well? We're going to yep, get yep. that one recorded pretty soon as well, guys. So there's small stuff coming, but this I'm going to need to lie down because I'm going to be so gutted now this is finished. <laughs> I'm come, coming from work tonight, like we can't watch maths. I'm so upset because it's not on and I can't wait another year. I hope they're doing a double whammy in Australia this year, Dave, and we get one later on because it's been absolutely amazing. You know, we could go back and watch series seven. <laughs> that was before we probably jumped on it. I don't necessarily even mean to cover, but uh, if you're looking for your maths fix... Yeah, I think so. Well, that's the thing. We'll just change it. We were the Love Island cast originally, weren't we? Then we changed it yeah. to TV Married reality. Married Mas- Mas- Yeah, maybe the Mas- cast. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much, sir. And thanks to everyone out there for being along for the ride with us. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.